let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'll ask you one more time. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people 
that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Lest Israel vault themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. Now therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And they returned of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remained ten thousand. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be of whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee, and of whomsoever I say unto thee, This shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth the water with his tongue as a dog, lappeth him, shalt thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that bowed down upon his knees to drink. And the number of them that laughed, putting their hand to their mouth, were 300 men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the 300 men that laughed, will I save you. And deliver the Midianites into thy hand, and let all the other people go every man unto his place. So the Lord, so the people took victuals in their hands and their trumpets. And he said, All the rest of Israel, every man unto his tent, and retained those three hundred men. And the host of Midian was beneath him in the valley. Last verse says, and it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered it into thy hand. The word of the Lord is blessed and divine. I want to try and do this in about six minutes. But just look at somebody before you sit and say, there's a miracle in what you've got left. There is a miracle in what you've got left. With all of the problems and the issues that we face in our nation, the one thing we can definitely say is that we live in a country of great means and assets. We are in a country that can say and is widely considered to be one of the richest countries in the world. Even when it comes down to what would be considered our very modest family incomes. We throw away more food in one day than some third world families would have in an entire week. Some of our shoes and clothes we choose not to wear because we feel they're not in style. While other nations that I've visited, families walk barefoot with hand-me-down shirts, pants, and dresses. But some here might consider low-income housing looks like Park Avenue condominiums compared to the tin hut shanties of Soweto and Manila. So I think we can safely say that we are a society that thrives on excess. We have been subliminally trained to believe that more is better. Our opulence has led us to believe that if we have a little extra coming in that we should add unnecessary extras to our toy box. If I get some extra money, I should get three cars instead of one. 
even if I can only drive one at a time. If I get a raise, I should get 10 pairs of red shoes. Red bottom shoes. Even if I'm behind on my carnage bill. If I work overtime, I should spend it on a new hair weave instead of paying the rent. Our desire to have more has moved us from contentment to a lack of satisfaction and fulfillment. Now understand, there is no wrong in a sincere desire to do better. But we've got to draw the line between doing better and being extravagant. Even when it comes down to spiritual matters, we've got to be careful with our desires. When we become extreme, it's not far away from greed and lust. There are spiritual gifts that are given to the body of Christ for the body of Christ. If you have one gift, cherish your gift. Don't hate on somebody else because they're doing something you always wanted to do. Just be faithful with what God has given you and don't be judgmental on somebody else because they're doing something you wanted to do. Don't try and judge their lifestyle and their behavior because that's not up to you. It is God that is the righteous judge. We judge based upon our experiences, our strengths, and our hopes. But God judges us because he knows us. On our text today, it finds us at a period in the history of God's people where there was no kingship. The people were led and governed by God. And those who were identified as judges at the time. Now understand these judges were not operating in the way we understand judges do today. But served God as national leaders, military heroes, and spiritual authorities. Twelve judges are mentioned throughout this book with the two most well-known being Samson and Gideon. The Holy Writ today has us examining the labor of Gideon. Gideon, whose name means hewer or smitter, was by trade a wheat farmer. But his name also defines him as a general laborer, general contractor. was not pleasing in the Lord's view. As a matter of fact, the word declares that Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So it was during these times that the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon. Bless the name of the Lord. Many times when the scripture speaks of the angel of the Lord, it is a manifestation of the pre-incarnate Christ. We find that to be so in this instance because he received a goat sacrifice from Gideon. Regular angels would not receive sacrifices from us because they would refer all praises to God. But when there is a receipt of a sacrifice like here in Gideon and Jacob in Peniel, it lets us know that this angel of the Lord is not a regular cherubim or seraphim. But this angel spoke with authority and power. He had authority to speak to Jacob and say, you're no longer Jacob. But now I speak Israel into your name. Oh, glory to God. I'm beginning to feel it a little bit. We find that to be so in this instance because he received that goat sacrifice. We also know this because Gideon feared for his life after seeing his face. When the angel told him he would not die, Gideon named the place Jehovah 
shalom, which is the Lord is our peace. The Lord told Gideon, who was a mighty man, although his tribe was the least of Israel, and he was least in his family. But how many know today that you don't have to be powerful in man's eyes, but God can use you just because of your humility and submission. Look at your neighbor and tell a neighbor if you submit unto God.
that you have with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Never in Israel's war strategy have they been told there are too many of them. This was something new. The war strategy has always been the more men you have, the greater your battle will be. But now God is telling them, Thank you. 
Talk to you good about me or rather be down. I have. You can't abort my praise. Hallelujah. Because you didn't give it to me. Therefore you God bless you. We love you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Didn't our hearts burn within us on today? As the man of God stood in the shoe of John and yes, declared yes. a word. Yes, yes. And the word for the day was, there is a miracle in what you have left. But I said, that blessed me so much on this day to know that no matter what it is that you've lost, no matter what it is that's walked away from you, the miracle is in what you have left. Because 22,000 of them can be afraid. They can't help you in your endeavors. But what you have left is exactly what you need. We're so glad that you chose to join in with us today. The Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. The church where everybody is somebody and Jesus Christ is Lord. We ask today, even if you've been blessed by this ministry, that you will sow a seed into our ministry. Our ways of giving is in the comment section. We have our Giveify as well as our Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Bethel154. Continue to give into good ground. Like Bishop was talking about, the rain is coming down and it's nurturing the soil for whatever is under there continues to grow. And if it's your time of tithing, those of you from the Bethel Emanuel Temple, you know our electronic ways of giving. We're so glad that you've joined in with us, our virtual family, our global family, those of you joining in with us um, in Guyana and Suriname. We want you to know one thing and one thing only, that we love you and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. God bless you.